0: Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are in a new year. We are in the Christmas season still. Jesus has come into our lives. And what a year this is going to be for so many of us. Yeah, some of us might be in the midst of hardship and struggle, and we, we maybe have lost vision a little bit. But I want to say to you that God wants to come deeply into your life. And these daily devotionals about about our prayer, about growing deeper into Christ in our life. And I pray that you would be abundantly, abundantly, abundantly blessed uh, where you are. I want to have a look at a passage of Scripture from Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. It's a very famous verse of Scripture, but sadly, it is often used out of context. And, and when we read the scriptures, we've got to read the scriptures in the context of what it means within the chapter, within the book, uh, within the book that is written. That Sometimes we can, we can just pluck a sentence out and we can make it or a verse out and we can make it mean something it doesn't mean. Now, the Bible is a spiritual book and we read it devotionally. We allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. And so sometimes the words of a verse will really impact us in our life. But we also need to look at the passages of verses of Scripture in their context. What was being said right here? The people of Israel are in, are in exile and they've been taken away. Um, they're in Babylon. They've been taken away as captives and they cry out to God and they say to God, God, release us from this. Release us to this. Now, the reason they're here is because they've been unfaithful. And there's a justice in God that often when we've done the wrong thing, we pay the price of the wrong thing. And, and so in chapter 29, verse 11, this famous verse is this. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Now, what God is replying to them when they say, God, would you take us out of here? What God is saying effectively to them is, you got yourself into this. You've got to get yourself out of it. But be confident of this, that I have plans for you. I do have plans for you. Um, plan for your welfare. Now, when we look at what God wants for us. What God is doing is God wants two things for us. It's the reason he sent Jesus. The reason we're in the Christmas season is that God wants us to know his kingdom in our lives here and now. And he wants us to live with him with us and in our lives. Now experience an extraordinary life. At the same time, God wants to prepare us for for our eternity with him forever. When I was young, I used to think that that life was a test, an exam, and if I lived it well, I got into heaven. And that's in a sense a very immature understanding. That's immature. But God, spiritually that is, God wants us for us to live a full life now. And so, and so yesterday I talked about putting on weight. I'm not going to lose weight overnight. I'm not, and I talked about not being fit. I'm not going to get fit overnight. I'm just not going to. I'm going to have to pay the price of where I've been and work my way out. But I have a God who's saying to me, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. To give you a future with hope. God has a future with me with hope. And so wherever you are right now, yeah, you may have to struggle out of what you've where you've been. Maybe you've cultivated over 60 years of life or 40 years of life, bad language and you, and it's just automatic to you. And you can't speak positively. Maybe you've developed the attitude and action in your life where when you hear of someone doing something, you're negative towards them. You judge them. That's that you've trained yourself to that. That's not natural. That's that you've trained yourself to that. You've trained yourself to the language you speak. You've trained yourself. To the, to the attitude you have towards people. That's all trained in. That's not natural. It's trained in. It can be environmental, because people around you are like that, or it's been things that you've developed within yourself. You can change that. Maybe, you know, and so, and so, so if you've failed at things in your life up until now, you don't have to sit there and go, well, I'm a failure. When it comes to Jesus and and to salvation, we're all failures. But we are given a new chance, a second chance, and we have a power of a new beginning. I want to say to you right now, I want to say to you right now, make this the time when you make a decision, I can change my life. I'm not trying to motivate you, but I am trying to put courage in you, encourage you to make the changes that you need to. You will never, ever achieve what you, what's on your heart unless you make that decision. As I get older, in some ways, uh, there are still things, so many things I want to do with my life, but there's, there is a, there's another element to me that I'm discovering about who I am. And I can see that as I get older, a time will come when I'll go, well, I've done most of the things I want to do. Now it's just working on me and the content of my heart and the quality of my heart and, and the purity of my heart and my, and my sense of who I am before God and the person I am and that a purity comes to that. And so wherever you are, if you're at the point of, listen, there's things I've got to do. Don't allow your failure to get in the way. Don't. Many people have asked me how I've done some of the things I have. Sometimes I've identified someone around the world literally in other countries and and uh, and if i've needed information or or something or, or, or experience or just even some some guidance i've written to people or called people that i've never met in other parts of the world and i've said to them if i fly to where you are will you give me one hour of your time And I've been shocked by the number of people who said to me, I'll give you an hour if you're going to come all the way from there to meet me. Inevitably, many of them give me far more than that, and they've taught me much. Now you can say, well, it's all well and good, you you know, you can do that sort of thing. But the reality, it's a question of priorities. For Rosemary and I, when we were when when I did some of those things, we made a decision to to go without other things in order that we could do that. I wouldn't be standing here today if I hadn't done some of those things. In my life you never become who you hope to become you only become what you do 2024 is the year of doing don't hope do now as we come to the to to into Lent which is only a month or so away now I want to ask you as I have and I unapologetically ask I want you to help me reach people for Jesus I'm not asking you to give to me don't give to me give so that we can reach another person we know for seven dollars a person we can reach someone and put the message in front of them who doesn't go to church who doesn't know jesus or who does go to church and wants to grow in their relationship with god i'm asking would you contribute uh, our goal is to try and reach a hundred thousand people uh, new people uh, a couple of years ago as i said uh, the other day someone gave us just over hundred and ten thousand dollars we spent every cent of that to reach new people. Every cent of it went into, into advertising to reach new people. Want to know something? Uh, many of you who are listening to me came from the advertising we did. We, we won't reach people if we don't try. So can I ask you, would you make a beginning year of the gift? I've asked for people to give a Christmas gift, an end of year gift. I'm asking for you to sow into the year that's about to come. And I pray it's a great blessing for you. Uh, as we begin I pray it's a really great blessing for you that you would be blessed as you give so that people could come to Christ you can go to this address go to the give tab and and remember this you never become who you hope to become you only become what you do hoping won't get you there it's the doing that does loving father I just give you thanks that I give you praise because you're good Bless us as we begin 2024. May we live in the joy of Christmas of Jesus, you have come for us. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. I'm looking forward to walking this year with you and to seeing all that God will do in our lives in 2024. It's going to be awesome. Hey, God bless you. Don't forget, wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.